Welcome to, god damn it, this why I need an assistant, I don't know, what week is this? Uh, episode 4, uh, previewing week 3 and, re- no, reviewing week 3 and previewing week 4 of the Jewel Fantasy League and the NFL. I am your host, Mark Masafra, and let's get into it. So we started off last week, I played Mr. Yurish, Andrew Yurish. So... All of his players started at 1 o'clock, I want to say. I think he had... Oh, he had Pat, Pat Fryermuth, the Muth, on Thursday night. And then I saw he had all of his players, except for Robbie Gold, go at 1 p.m. So I knew off the bat I would be down. Uh, I, I knew I'd be down, at least a sizable amount. Uh, I had Lamar going at 1. I had uh, Christian Kirk, I want to say, at 1. Bateman... My defense, I think Dalvin too. So I had some, I think maybe Gibson. So I had a lot of players going at one also. But the players I didn't have going at one were Pitts, Lamb. I don't know, I can't remember exactly. But all I know is Lamar is just insane. Because by the time Yuris was done scoring, he was already at like 85, I think. Well, I guess take away six. So he was at 89. And I was at like 74, and I had like three of my players left. That's when he sent GG in the chat. And I'm like, no, Yurish, you don't do that. Uh, I mean, he really had no chance of winning. But the only way he did is if all my players got hurt. Well, knock on wood, hopefully it doesn't happen. But, yeah. Really solid production from everyone on my team. Kyle Pitts finally started picking it up it wasn't his fault he wasn't in targets it was a stupid coach arthur smith what a stupid name arthur is 
he finally realized that Kyle Pitts is pretty good, but Drake London still got the touchdown in the game. I don't get it. That was a weird game up in Seattle. Looking at the running back matchup, it was about even. Dalvin got hurt again. Still kicking myself for why I took Dalvin. And I don't have Alexander Madison, who's his handcuff, so that's always good. Uh, McCaffrey didn't do anything crazy. CEH had an elusive zero rushing yards, but he still had 12 total points, which is kind of crazy. Uh, CD Lamb and Kirk, I mean... Kirk keeps on getting touchdowns, man. The guy's insane. Him and Trevor Lawrence, T-Law T and C-Kirk, they got something cooking down in Jacksonville. And C.D. Lamb might have had two touchdowns. I don't know if he would have got the, the last touchdown to win the game, but he dropped that, that pass that we all saw Monday Night Football on that Cooper Rush dot. Dropped it. He said, my B. Then there was that drive where he caught the touchdown where he had that long wide receiver screen and he like ran over the giant safety and they just like flexed. And I'm like, all right. They're going to re reward him here, and they did with the, and he had that one-handed catch in the back of the end zone. Crazy. Uh, it's tough rooting against your team, but, I mean, someone's got to score for the Cowboys. I mean, the Giants had chances to win that game the whole time. A measly touchdown by a player on my team is not going to make or break the Giants. I mean, putting up 16 points, it's tough to win. Tough to win in, in the NFL or even college, putting up 16 points. Uh, Bateman. You know, he did have two for 59. He's had a, he, he's basically had the same stat line. He just didn't have that long touchdown to put him over the 10-point mark. But, you know, I, I like his chances. He, uh, I'm, I maybe should have looked at Lazard considering he's Rodgers' most trusted wide receiver. Although, that rookie Romeo Dubes might be coming up. Uh, we'll have to see, though. But I do like Lazard's chances given the... On the well, I guess on the goal line they just give it to Dylan, but I feel like Lazard is definitely good for five and fifty a week, and then you could hope for a touchdown. I think he has a solid floor. Uh, ceiling is I would yeah I would say ceiling is capped at fifteen, so he's really between eight and fifteen a week, which is really if if, if that's what, if it gets later in the season and ever, and a lot I have a lot of injuries, or maybe someone else has injuries, I could flip him for something. Pretty is a pretty solid player, I would say. Looking at my bench, everyone, every stardom sitem I looked at, Damon Pierce, but they're like, oh yeah, he might break out this week. I'm like, I don't know, I keep I keep on going. Gibby, he's uh, been getting 10 points for me. And Pierce put up 17, so he's going into the lineup next week. But the thing that surprised me the most was Khalil Herbert with 30 points on 157 yards and two touchdowns because Monty was taken out of the game. But to still put up those stats when the main guy is out, I don't know. I think that... Uh, Matt Ever Matt Effortless 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 what the hell his name is he's got to look at Herbert maybe sit Monty for the next few weeks let him get better and he's got to start he's got to let, uh, Herbert get in there defense and kicker battle I beat yours handily Kansas City defense put up nine Matt Gay put up nine total of eighteen to Yurish's total of seven I was scared when uh, Smitty caught that. Uh, he started going off Devonta Smith. He ended up with 28 points. I have him in another league, so it was kind of weird that I was playing against Yurish and I have him in another league. But Devonta Smith, wow. I mean, this is what I expected when I drafted him in my other league. He's uh, he, he's going to be really good. Uh, he, it seems like that him and Jalen Hurts are fine, finally starting to reestablish that Alabama connection that they used to have. And it seems like the Eagles as a whole, they're just starting to click and they're just mowing down opponents. I mean, a 24-8 win. Holding your opponent under 10 points, 
and you beat them by, I guess it's a two-possession lead, a two-possession win because of 16, but, I mean, that, that's a pretty, that's, like, basically on the edge of three possessions. And the NFL, and they've been they've been beating them with just the run and constant. How many rushing yards did Hurts have? Only 20. Well, how much do they have as a team? It feels like they just ground and pound, and, like, that's, that's the way to do it in the NFL. And it seems like if Jalen Hurts could keep up, they only had 72 rushing yards? Wow, 340 passing yards? Holy cow. Wow, what a per what a great day for Jalen Hurts. 340 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. Wow. Incompletion percent or completion percentage, a little low. He went 22 for 35. Wow. Oh wow, I thought they thought they ran the ball a little more. Defense really Oh, I think Slay have any picks? No interceptions? Yeah, they just they really had nothing going for them, Washington. But more on that game later. Uh, I beat Yurish handily, 133.52 to 95.9. I moved to two and one. Yurish moves to one and two. And I also like to note that I had the highest scoring point total this week, and that's back to back 130 point totals for me. Spider to Y Banana getting hot. Second matchup: Epstein's Prison Guard visiting the Varsity Athletes. Meshi did it. it. It seemed like he wasn't gonna do it. Uh, Polino's. Plino's team was, uh, it seems like Meshi didn't have the juice in him. It, this is just an ugly matchup looking at it. Looking at the running backs. Uh, I mean, both of their, how many running backs are starting in this game? Oh, I'm sorry. Just don't look at the flexes. Just look at the two RB1, RB2 spots. There is a total of 20 points from those four running backs. We're talking about Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, AJ Dillon, and DeAndre Swift. Total of 20 points. There, no... That DeAndre Swift was taken out. I think he left the game, or maybe he was hurt. I don't know. I don't remember exactly. But still, that's crazy. Quarterback battle: Tom Brady versus Jared Goff. Uh, pretty even. Tom Brady won by a point, and that's because on that last drive, before the two uh, to have a chance to tie the game, he drove down the field and he passed a touchdown to Russell Gage. I want to say. Can't remember exactly. Uh, DJ Moore is fucking garbage, Mike. I don't know why you're still starting him. Baker just sucks. But he does, Mike does have AJ Brown who put up 17. But Meshi still won the wide receiver battle with Jamar Chase and Deontay Johnson combining for 22 points. Meshi won this game because of James Robinson. He had that 50-yard touchdown run on fourth down. So he got the five... Five points for 50 yards. He got six for the touchdown. He got a one-point bonus because that put him at 100 yards rushing. And then he got plus two because it was a 50-yard play. So what is that? 14 points. The difference between them was 16. But that I really put Meshi over the edge. And if James Robinson didn't get that, Meshi still would have won. But he would have been sweating on that last Tom Brady drive. But it's something that you still want to you want to be up going to Sunday Night Football and not have to worry about the last drive of the game when with Tom Brady who has no receivers. Mike won the defense and kicker battle. He put up 23 points with his defense and kicker. Cincinnati defense with 15 and Justin Tucker with a missed extra point though had 8 points. Evan McPherson had 9 for Meshi and Tampa Bay defense had 6 for a total of 15. So Mike won the matchup by 8 there but this was... This game was decided by the flex of uh, James Robinson against Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon really didn't do much. Uh, check out that game. 
Who's, uh, Jamar, Ch oh, Jamar Chase had a touchdown who Meshi had, so that makes sense. Uh, spread for this game was six and a half. It, it was an easy one for the, for the Bengals. There was, it was the first one of the season. It, it was just all gonna align. There's no way the Jets were just gonna win. Let's see what happened in this game. Did Samaji Peering do something? Wow, Samaji Peering had more rushing yards than Joe Mixon on less, less carries too. Samaji Peering had a receiving touchdown. Mike just got fucked. Yeah, Mike just got fucked. Happens. Not a fan of Joe Mixon. He had his year last year. Wouldn't touch him again. And also, bold decision on Mike starting Jared Goff instead of, well, I guess Herbert was hurt. Looking at the benches. Wow. Russell Gage. Oh, okay. Russell Gage had the touchdown. So, if Mike started Russell Gage and Chris Olave, I mean... To start one of those two over DJ Moore is not that crazy. It really isn't. Considering how garbage the cat, the Panthers have been. What if D DJ Moore is a 61st wide receiver? He's put up 6.5 and 11.1. And who'd they play? They played New Orleans. That's kind of a tough defense. Yeah, I don't know, Mike. I don't know. You got to be a better manager. Meshi had Hollywood Brown on the, on the bench. And it's funny because before the game, he asked us, should I start J-Rob or Hollywood? And me and James both said J-Rob. But in the end, it didn't matter because J-Rob put up 22.1 and Hollywood put up 22. Also worth noting that Meshi has Jamal Williams on the bench, who is DeAndre Swift's handcuff. So, not only did Meshi beat Polino, he beat up his main running back and he has his handcuff too. Don't fuck with the prison guards. And that's kind of scary because I got the prison guards up next. Uh, who else? Who else stood out? Garrett Wilson on Meshi's team with nine points, not bad. ETM with nine. Meshi's team is looking solid. He's three and zero at the top of the standings, and this drops Mr. Polino to zero and three. Ouch! He needs a team meeting ASAP. Next matchup of the week, we have Angelo Martinez at Nasty Nick. Nasty Nick was the first team to hit hundred points for the week. Pretty healthy production. I mean. The, the name that sticks out to me is, of course, Mr. Insulin Pump, Mark Andrews. Eight for 89 and two touchdowns. Lamar just loves him. I, I need to get him from Nick, but I know Nick's gonna, just going to ask too much. <clears throat> uh, Angelo, Derrick Henry for Angelo finally had his, his first good game of the season. He only had 85 rushing yards. He had a touchdown. He had a lot of reception, a lot of receiving yards. Wow, so they didn't use Hilliard th this much. What's the difference? So Nick won by 24 points. Where was the difference made up? Oh, and, yep, in the QB and the tight end. Kelsey had a respectable 16 points from for Angelo at his tight end spot, which is very good, very good. It's just that Mark Andrews just on one the past two years. And Angelo had two a starting, which is not crazy, but, I mean, the Buffalo defense, even though they did sustain a lot of injuries during the game, they were still tough, and Tua only put up 11. Joe Burrow put up 24. He played against the Jets. He had a flawless game, 275 yards, and three touchdowns, so tough to outmatch that. Uh, yeah, that that's where the game was won, between the quarterback and the tight end. Nothing, uh, Angelo actually won the running back battle, Angelo won, well, he lost the wide receiver battle by two points. Uh, anyone on his bench could have started, oh, he didn't start, Amari Cooper over Cooper, yeah. Oh, he started Corey Davis. I don't know about that, Ange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should have just started Amari. 
That, that's a tough one you're going to look back because, let's see, Amari did how much better than Kareem Hunt? 13. He still would have lost, but he did 17 better than Corey Davis, and he lost by... He lost by 24. You would have had to start Robert Woods and Amari. I mean, when, when you start looking at starting two separate people to win, eh, he, he just... Andrews just did, Tua just didn't show up for him, and Joe Burrow did, and same thing with Mark Andrews against Travis Kelsey. Really can't fault Ange for this. I mean, you can say, oh, you should have started Amari, but he still would have lost. So, it's tough, though. He just needs better production from his team. Jonathan Taylor, only 10 points. He's, uh, he said that he had the good week one, but nothing since, and I think he didn't practice yesterday or today. So, that's worth monitoring, considering I have Naheem Hines. So, if he goes down, you know... I'll be looking pretty. Let me take a sip of my Dunkin' coffee real quick. Defense and kicker battle. Angelo won by one point, but as we know, it doesn't make a difference. Nick still won. It's always healthy, though, to have your defense put up 10 points. His kicker, though. Greg Joseph. Two points because he missed two field goals. What a bum. But Angelo moves to... What does Angelo move to? Does he move to one and two? Two and one? I'm sorry. Give me a second. Angelo moves to one and two, and he's at the bottom of the one and two teams because his point four is ass. And Nick moves to two and one right below me in the. Why isn't this show the points on? I gotta fucking check the app now. Stupid BS. All right. Nick's point four is at 326 at the bottom of the... Oh, no, right above Adam for the 2-1 teams. And Angelo's point four is 269 after three games at the bottom of the 1-2 and two teams. That's something worth monitoring, considering if he's in a playoff chase. I think Angelo might have the lowest point scored in the league. Nope, Florida Nick does. He's only had by 13, so Angelo's got to pick it up. Have a team meeting, Ange. Tell him to fucking figure it out. You got to start fighting. Next matchup of the week, Thunderstruck at Glipglop. This is just a, a, a beatdown. Glipglop just absorbed Thunderstruck. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he's, uh, he's got to be RB2, RB3, or quarterback three. Wow, he's just been fucking great. Really consistent. His lowest point total is 24.72. I'm sure James is very happy and satisfied with this. James also has the... Running back one and running back two and Chubb and Saquon. I don't know why I did not draft Chubb because I was scared of the cream hunt BS. But Chubb is just, he's just chubbing along. Uh, once Jay Jettis figures his shit out, James is going to start looking very scary. He might be putting up 130 weekly if Jay Jettis figures it out. Cooks did nothing yet. James put up 110 with his two wide receivers putting up a total of six fucking points. Great production from a Schmeagel tight end and Tyler Conklin in the Jets. Whoa, he's the fourth ranked tight end? Whoa. Take that back. Good. Did James draft him or he picked him up? Ah, this might be the John Polino Award of the Year. James picked him up. Free agency. Been putting up good points throughout the week. I didn't look at him because I had Kyle Pitts, but this might be it. This might be the, uh, the GM skills that takes James over the edge this year. K-Makers, his new acquisition for the week, put up 10 points. He had a fumble, but nothing crazy. Uh, looking at Fenty's side, Diamante got hurt. Michael Carter, ouch. Cooper, uh, Cooper Cup, another touchdown. What else is new? Devontae Adams, another touchdown. What else is new? 
Dawson Knox didn't do anything. Drake London with the touchdown. Uh, yeah, Fenty just got beat. It, it, this matchup was won in the running back position. Fenty's running backs put up a total of six points, and James has put up 38. The total of third uh, difference of 32. Fenty lost by 37, so that's where the points are made up. James also won the defensive kicker battle, 13.5 to Fenty's 8. James started the Dallas defense. James got 30 points from that uh, Monday night game. He got 20.6 from Saquon, and he got 10 from the Dallas defense. So healthy production from the Monday night game. It allows him to keep the top spot in PF for another week, hopefully, because I'm a... Uh, I'm chasing him down. I'm only behind him by about 13. Uh, Kyler Murray put up 14 points with no touchdowns. Only had 8 rushing yards. Kind of weird. Oh, I guess, yeah, they played the Rams. Rams just owned the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, it's just a down week for Fenty. Let's see. How's Fenty been doing this year? But, all right, he's put up 100 points the past two weeks. Week one, he put up 114. Last week, he put up 126. So just, just a down week for Fenty. I'm sure he's going to bounce back. Uh, these happen, you know. It's a long season. These happen. But it's tough that he's put up, he put up 126 last week and he lost. So this drops Fenty to 1-2. and two, And this moves Mr. Brady to 2-1 at the top of 2-1 with 378.4. Next matchup of the week, we have Florida Nick at Cash Masadi. Adam with a healthy 111 Healthy, healthy by a lot of his players. Uh, Fournette with only 10. Mr. Zeke looked like 2016 Zeke. On Monday Night Football, he put up 14 points on 73 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wide receivers, solid. Scary Terry with 14 points. Debo with 10 for Adam. Hawkinson had 9. Uh, the touchdown saved his day. Wow. Denver defense. Holy shit. Interception, 2 fumble recoveries, a safety, and 10 points allowed. Oh, that's right. That safety was because Jimmy G ran out of the end zone a la Dan Olavsky for 17 points. Whoa, Nick's fucking defense and kicker. What a defense and kicker matchup we had here. So Nick Nick really... So what did Nick lose by 20? Where did he lose the, the game? Uh, he lost it in the wide receiver. It was just a overall accumulation of uh, everything between the running backs and the wide receiver. He just didn't have the... Didn't make it up anywhere else. So Nick's defensive kicker put up a total of 27. Matt Prater had four field goals and he hit them all for 14 points. And Adam, defensive kicker, put up 25. Wow. These get me going when both teams both have 20 plus points from the defense and kicker. You know, usually that's a difference, but it's crazy when you see both teams, both teams having it happen to them. Uh, Nick just needs production from the middle of his lineup. His new, his new uh, acquisitions, Jahan Dotson and Elijah Moore, put up a measly nine points combined. Not going to cut it. George Kittle, he's really garbage. He's, he's just absolute trash. Nick, Nick needs to figure out his quarterback, Derek Carr. Solid production with 20 points. Nick just needs production. He's just not getting production from anyone right now. And we're seeing that because he has the, lowest, the, the least amount of points scored in the league with 250 through three games. That's not good. That's not going to cut it. He's sitting at 0-3. He's got to figure it out soon, or he's got to start figuring out the 6-12-18-24 split. What do you want to do? Good win for Adam. Always good to put up 100 and limit your opponent under 100. Adam moves to 2-1. Good shit, Adam. And Nick moves down into the basement at 0-3. 
Last matchup of the week. This is a stinky, stinky, stinky matchup. Kieran at JP. John didn't win this one because Diggs didn't have any touchdowns. That's that simple. You know, it, John's going to be extra reliant on that Allen Diggs connection. Josh Allen had 29 points. He had 400 yards and two touchdowns. The only difference is none of those touchdowns went to Diggs or else John would have won because he only lost by seven points. And the stack, you know, the points, they just add up. <laughs> Mike Williams had a Mike Evans special of one catch, one touchdown. Oh, oh man, that that's a killer, John. Minus six on the defense, LA defense, the Chargers. Kieran didn't even play his kicker, which is fucking stupid because Gano put up 14. He just threw away 14 points. I hope that bites him in the ass this year. I really does. I really do. Uh, wow, Russell Wilson with Kieran needs a quarterback. Kieran needs a quarterback. Interesting. Russell Wilson's not cutting it. 19, 11, and 9. Trending downward, Kieran. Cordell Patterson with 22. He's the fourth running back. 22, 4, and 22. All right, not bad. Uh, Where'd Kieran win this game? Running backs. Eckler put up 9. Cordell Patterson put up 22. Uh, can, uh, JP's running backs put up 7 combined. So that's the difference of 24. Uh, Cortland Sutton, solid for Kieran with 13 points against Curtis Samuel for John with 9 points. Uh, even though Kieran did not start his kicker, he still won the defensive kicker battle 6-4 to because the Chargers defense had 9-6. That's never good when you see that, minus 6, but I mean, he still would have lost if he played Gano. Kieran's bench looks kind of healthy. Isaiah McKenzie with 17. David Jojoku with 19. Tony Pollard 11.5. James Conner 7.2. Uh, John's bench also looks pretty healthy too. Adam Thielen finally caught his first touchdown as expected. I mean, it, it was due. I mean, it's crazy how they... How he hasn't seen anything this year. I mean, the guy's, the guy's a great red zone target. He should get at least 70 touchdowns a year. And John has my handcuff and Alexander Madison, so that might you might start benefiting from that. Uh, this is a really ugly matchup. This this like this is like the one o'clock game that's like the uh, Jets and Browns from like four years ago. That's just no team wants to win this game, but it just has to be played because you know just scheduling stuff and just an ugly game. Uh, Kieran wins this one to move to two. Oh, I'm sorry, three and zero. Oh. He's still he's on a. Uh, See how did how did he end out last year? So he won three games in the playoffs. Obviously, he's won the first three games this year. Let's see how many games he won going into the playoffs last year, because he would have the longest win streak right now. He won Week 14 last year, so that's a seven-game win streak. He won Week 13 last year, that's an eight-game win streak. Ah, he lost to Nick in Week 12 last year. So he, Kieran has won from Week 13 up until now of last year. He won Week 13, Week 14, all three rounds in the playoffs, and these three. So Kieran is on an eight-game winning streak. Okay, that's interesting. That, that's very interesting, Kieran. Something to keep note of. That's all I have for the Week 3 recap. Just going around the league, some other headlines. As I stated before, we have two 0-3 and 3-0 teams. 
it's always good to start out 3-0. I mean, are you going to stay perfect throughout the rest of the year? No, but I mean, like I said before, you're going to need at least uh, six, seven wins to get make the playoffs, and two teams already halfway there. That's, that's good to see. And then the 0-3 teams. Mike's team looks a little healthier considering he could score points, but Nick, Nick's got to pick it up, man. Got to pick it up, Nick. You got some issues. Meshi stays as the one seed for another week. Good shit, Mesh. And I would say the separation between teams is really starting to show. Uh, like, you could see in all the 2-1 and one teams and the 1-2 and two teams. I'd say the Kieran, James, me, Nick. Uh, I mean, let me go through the, the teams. I'd say Yersh is a pretty solid team once everyone starts figuring it out. Uh, but you, you could really see who's who's definitely not going to make the playoffs, and I, I believe that's definitely Nick. And I think Fenty doesn't make the playoffs either. Just looking at the team, his running backs just aren't it. He's benching Drake London this week. I'll take him, Fenty. Ooh, Fenty's only projected. Yeah, see, Fenty's projected only 89 this week. I mean, projections don't mean much, but when you're only projected 89, that's... Uh, that's because Monty is, has probably zero points. Yeah. Whatever. Who's going to start Michael Carter? Who's projected 10? Whatever. So, all right. I guess he's at 99. Okay. I'm sorry, Fenty. I take that back. But if we look at Florida Nick, who's only projected 93 with his full team in sketch, we got some healthy projections this week. Healthy. Uh, Hurricane Ian is really sinking Florida Nick, as I've just stated. This upcoming week, I'd say it's pretty weak with the matchups. There's really, I guess probably the, the flex game of the week would probably be Angelo Urish. Those That game's usually good. Uh, really nothing crazy, just standard matchups across the board. No, oh, actually, I take that back. We have a James Kieran matchup, a rematch of the chip last year. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I'll get to that later. And like I stated before, Nasty Nick is the first one to 100 points last week. Always good to be that. And looking at, uh, Overall average scoring, so far me and Mr. James Brady, a.k.a. Glipglop, are the only two teams to break 100 in all three weeks this year. So, cheers, James. Let's hope it continues. Looking at the NFL overview, Giants lost. Mr. Michael Polino is at the game. Um, bittersweet the Giants lost, but I'm glad Cowboys won. Uh, it sucks that I'm glad for Mike the Cowboys won. I mean... Looking on paper, the, the fact that the Giants are 2-1 and one in September and we're not 0-3 is really crazy. Like I said, this hasn't happened since 2016. So, I mean, crazy. Uh, we had the AIDS go our way the first two weeks, and it, the AIDS pendulum was just going to swing back. Uh, Cowboys just have a great defense. They have a great rush. We just had no answers for it all night. Daniel Jones running for his life. I mean, the, he's not, he's not going to save them or do anything i mean but can also concerning our wide receiver core is garbage i'd rather have the texas a&m fucking freshman wide receiver core than our core right now i mean it's just bad we have richie james as our lead guy and sterling shepherd just is out for the season with a torn acl i mean where's tony 
Where's Wondell Robinson? Kenny Gallardi has been paid $18 million a year to do dick. And every time, yeah, he could have had that fourth and one. He could have had the catch right through his fucking hands. Guy's garbage, and we can't cut him or else a dead cap's $30 million. Dave Gettleman should be arrested for war crimes for what he did to the team. Whatever, though. Giants 2-1, Cowboys 2-1. I'm just happy the Giants are 2-1, and, and they're playing meaningful games into October. Chiefs lost to the Colts. This is interesting because me and me and Johnny were talking about this game. The spread was five. I'm like, that's an AIDS number. I think the Colts might win this game. And this is an any given Sunday game because you know, everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are so great. Mahomes doesn't lose in September. But the Colts were also 0-2. They were 0-1-1. I'm sorry. They were hungry for a win. They were home. And all the AIDS aligned up and they won 20 to 15. Uh, didn't really watch that much of that game. I was traveling back from upstate. Oh, I'm sorry, pulling up all the scores from last week. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough going on the road and winning in the NFL. It really is. I'm sorry, 2017. Oh, wow, Matt Ryan had a had a, come, had a game-winning drive. Good shit. <clears throat> Dolphins-Bills game, that was really weird. Uh, the biggest thing coming into the week was could the Bills handle the heat, and we saw that they lost a lot of players on the defense from cramping or just getting hurt. Uh, the defense really got decimated, which I don't mind because Buffalo plays the Ravens this week, and that could open it up for Rashad Bateman. Some deep balls. Lamar could, Lamar's been killing it on the ground, back-to-back 100-yard uh, rushing games. So... Never know. Maybe another 40 piece from Lamar, maybe a 30 piece from Bateman. The biggest thing from that Dolphins Bills game was the butt punt, though, which resulted in a safety for the Bills. The Dolphins were backed up, punting out of their own end zone, and I guess the the guy that, that's supposed to protect the punter got too close to the punter and he kicked the ball off his ass and it went out of bounds. Probably. I mean, if it stayed inbounds, that would have been worse for the Dolphins. But the final score for that game was 21-19. That was another game that was really anticipated coming into the week because that's uh, that might decide the AFC East. Uh, looking at the Sunday night game, Jimmy G ran out of the end zone like Dan Orlovsky. Uh, but everyone still knows it as a Dan Orlovsky play. Pretty funny how Jimmy G ran out of the end zone, though. Lamar Jackson is really insane. The guy's just nuts. I mean, he's put up, I think he had 500 total yards. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sorry, five touchdowns. How many total yards did he have? 218 passing, 107 rushing, so 325 total yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, he's a little crazy to start the year. He saw what Judge did by betting on himself, and he want, he's doing the same this year. He wants that brink truck money. He saw, well, I guess, what's the market at? 230 guaranteed. So he's going to want more than that. And he's going to want it guaranteed. And if he wins MVP this year, he's going to be... Who else has two MVPs that's still playing? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Uh... That's it. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. That's it if he if Lamar wins MVP this year. I mean, that's a pretty good fucking list. Uh... They definitely want to see him do more in the playoffs, but they also need to get him receivers that he could do stuff with too. But the defense is just defense got to pick it up. I mean, it, they've been getting up a lot of points, and they blew the game last week, even though Lamar showed up. But we'll see. 
Are the Eagles the best team in the NFL? It's a little early to start calling teams that. You could put teams into tiers. I would say the Eagles are in a tier. The <clears throat> the Dolphins are in a tier. Uh, I'd say the Ravens are in the same tier. But it's just weird. It's everything still figuring itself out. It's weird that the Chargers are one and two. The Jaguars are two and one. The Rams are two and one. A lot of good teams. A lot of good teams. We'll have to see, though. It's still early to just say who's the best team in the NFL because a lot of teams, they're starting to really get into the groove now with the short preseason and people don't play in the preseason. So it's really starting to take a few weeks for teams to like get into their midseason form. You know, Week one was sloppy all around. Week two, they're starting to get back into it. And I would say another week four, week five, we're going to start seeing the true identity of the teams. And Vegas is going to start reflecting that with the point spreads. Time for the weekly him award of the week. Lamar Jackson, obviously, as I stated before, 40 points, back-to-back 40-point fantasy points for me. I'll take it. That's why I drafted him in the fourth round. I knew he would be him. Good shit, Lamar. Keep it up. Some big injuries this past week. CMC didn't practice on Wednesday. Starting that ship up again. Dalvin, shoulder issue. Swift might be out a while. Monty. Has an issue, might be out this week against the Giants. And Sterling Shepard, as we all saw, Monday Night Football, he wasn't even, he was just jogging on the on the turf and he tore his ACL. That's why we need to get rid of that turf, John Mara. Figure it out. That's it for week three. Sadly, no guests this week. I reached out to Mr. DeCicio, wanted him to be on the show. He said no. Reached out to John Polino. He said no. I actually asked John to interview me because I thought if Nick's on to do it, and I think like, I don't know, I figured I'd be the next interview person. I have no really criteria to interview someone, but I just see if like if someone if someone has some newsworthy things going on, like I want to interview Nick. He's 0-3. He wants to talk to him about how he felt about the team, but I guess he's going to have to wait until he's 0-12, and that's when I'll have him on. Uh, I asked Mike to be interviewed. I want to talk about the Cowboys with him and the Giants. He said no, so... You're just going to have to hear me for another 20, 30 minutes. Do, 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 So, on to week four. Epstein's prison guard visits Spider 2 Wide Banana. Kind of scared about the prison guards. They've been clamping down recently. I think Meshi might have the least amount of points against. No, I'm capping. I'm not capping. Wow, he has the second least points against. Kieran has the least points against a 232. But Meshi's been playing some really good defense recently. I'm kind of scared. I've been kind of hot. So it might be a, a do game for me to take a bad L. My running back situation, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Gibby's been putting up 10 a week. But Pierce is, Pierce is ready to go. Don't know if I should start Herbert. If Monty's out, Dalvin might be hurt. And he has that AIDS 9 o'clock London game. I don't know what's going to happen. CD and Kirk are definitely set spots in my wide receiver area. I can't move them. But my flex, I can either start Lazard or Cook or Gibson or Bateman. I don't know. I got to figure it out. Can have Meshi's side. He's got a tough matchup. Tampa Bay at home against the Chiefs. We'll see about that. Uh, Wow, a lot of Meshi's players are at home, so that's always good. Oh, wow, uh, Jamar Chase tonight. Against the Dolphins. We'll see what he does there. Uh, looking at... I have a lot of 1 o'clock players. Fuck. Fuck. I have a lot of 1 o'clock players. 
Meshi has one one Monday night. Meshi has two Thursday night, one Monday night, and the rest of them are on Sunday. He's got he's got fucking players everywhere, man. He, he actually has I think he has a team. He has a player in every slot this week. He has a Thursday night. He's got a one o'clock game. He's got a four o'clock game. He's got Sunday night football and he's got Monday night football. Fuck. I'm not, I, and I have everyone at one o'clock except for my defense and kicker at Monday Night Football, the Rams and Rams defense and Matt Gay. Oh, uh, well, that's that's if I keep everything the way it is. I might have to change that. God damn it, man! Think Messi takes this one. He goes to four and Think he does it. Think he plays good defense on me. I go under 100 for the first time. Meshi cracks 100. I think that's what happens. Meshi moves to four and all. I move to two and two. Next matchup of the week: Yurish at Angelo. Uh, both teams need wins. They're both one and two. This could uh could drop someone down into one and three into starting to get a little dangerous territory. Two games under 500. Quarterback matchup. You really want to say Rodgers? How does Angel have Goff? Mike dropped Jared Goff after he started him last week? Okay, Mike. Jared Goff is home against Seattle. I kind of like that fantasy-wise better than Rodgers at home against New England. Can Singer... Tough to go against Rodgers, but he just doesn't have Devontae. I don't know, and I'm on Raw with Jared Goff. He's kind of been going off. We don't know if McCaffrey's going to do anything. Ceh uh, against that that good Tampa Bay rush defense. I don't know, Yurish. Tyreek Hill for Yurish and Mike Evans. Mike Evans might be might be getting a two 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 game this week. Devonta Smith against the Jaguars. Ooh, might be another twenty piece performance. Uh, mm, tight end matchup too. I think Angel Angel might win this on a tight end matchup with Travis Kelsey. And uh, oh man, Pat Fryermuth against the Jets at home. That might be a ten piece. This is an interesting game. Very interesting. Uh, Keenan Allen is he gonna play? But the last time the Chargers played the Texans, uh. The whole Chargers team had the yips, and that cost me a finals appearance last year. Thanks, Keenan Allen, and thanks, Justin Herbert, assholes. I think Angelo pulls this one out. He moves to 2-2, two two, Yurish moves to 1-3, and three based on the fact that Yurish starts the wrong person this week, as he usually does. Next matchup, Mr. Polino against John Fenty. Mike is 0-3, looking for his first one of the year. Fenty is, I keep on forgetting where Fenty is. Fenty 1-2, and 2-1. Two, two and one. John Fenty. One and two. John Fenty's one and two. They both need wins. <laughs> I'd say Mike definitely needs to win more. Mike's projected 20 more points, but like I said before, Monty has zero points this week, so Fenty will fill that with someone. Mike's got to get DJ Moore out of the lineup, man. Uh, we'll see how Mike's week starts tonight with Joe Mixon. Mmm, I got Hendrickhorn on the bench. I mean, oh, 
Oh, wow, Mike's finally playing Chris Olave because DeAndre Swift is out. Uh, maybe Mike plays Russell Gage too. Kyler Murray might go off this week for Fenty against the Panthers. <sighs> like Mike this week, I do. I like Mike. I think he takes this one. <clears throat> but Mike has been playing some garbage defense recently. I don't know. Uh, Fenty just had a down week, so he's due for a bounce back week. You know what? I'm reversing it. Fenty wins this week. Mike moves to 0-4, and he has back-to-back 0-4 starts to the season. That's pretty garbage, Mike. I think you got to figure it out. Uh, Yeah, matchup I want to highlight here is definitely the quarterback matchup. That's where the that's where it can be won and lost. Next matchup we have. Ooh, man, this looks bad looking at the project, projections. Nasty Nick at Florida Nick. I mean, Nick's only uh, the Knicks they are playing each other. DeSisio's only projected 93. Nasty's projected 116. Nick just needs production from his team. He, he's just not getting production. Up, uh, middle of his lineup, they're all away. I guess so is Nasty's. Uh, we'll see tonight how Nasty starts off with two players and Joe Burrow and Jalen Waddle and T. Higgins. Whoa. Got a three-way tonight. Wow, Nick has Sean Watson. That's a good scoop, Nick. Uh, God damn. I mean, this is... Uh, I don't know if I don't know if uh, DeSisio could pull it out. I mean, his, his team's this team's gonna have like a hail mary week unless he starts playing good defense. Nasty's been putting up solid numbers every week. I think. Let me see. One eighteen, eighty seven, one twenty. So he had a dud week in there. Overall, two over a hundred. Pretty healthy. Jonathan Taylor. He might. Uh, he's playing Titans. Ramondre Stevenson, Nick. That that's uh that's odd. Well, who's other running backs? Uh, Rashad Penny. Oh, Nick might need a running back. Hmm, Nick might need a running back. That's interesting. Yeah, Nasty takes this one. He moves to three and one, and Florida Nick moves to zero and four. Glipglop at Turbo's Titans, a rematch of the finals from last year. I'm sure Glipglop wants some revenge, and he wants to hand Kieran his first L of the season and end the eight-game winning streak that Kieran is currently on. James has a third quarterback, one and two uh, running backs. He has Jay Jettas, who's probably going to end up top five in wide receivers this year. James is looking healthy. He's looking healthy. They're looking well-fed right now. He's got a lot of flex options. He's looking like a well-fed team, James. Uh, Kieran on the other end, he's got a Monra who might be... Wow, he's the fourth fucking wide receiver this year. Kieran's going to need production from Russell Wilson if he wants to win this game. Plain and simple. That, that That's it. He's going to need production from there. And Kieran's going to have to win... The wide receiver battle because Kieran might get blown out in the running back battle. Uh, Pittman, Pittman's due for a good week. He had a decent week last week, eleven point two, but I think Pittman might get two touchdowns this week. Yeah, Kieran needs to win in the uh, wide receiver and quarterback battle because James's running backs might destroy, might annihilate him. Eckler's not the same, and Patterson, I guess he's still getting touches on. Yeah, he's a. 
<clears throat> Cleveland Browns rush defense isn't good. It's not garbage. I think he I think Patterson could get a touch on maybe 60 yards, so we'll see there. But yeah, Keenan's gonna need production, like I said, from quarterback, wide receiver. Still like James in this matchup. I'm gonna give James a dub here. He moves to three and one. Kieran also moves to three and one. But I think that oh no, if I lose to Meshi, then James will still be ahead of me. We'll see though. We'll see. Um, hopefully James isn't outscoring me by that much this week. You know, I want that that top spot for points. You know, last matchup of the week. Cash Masadi at John Polina. Wow, John's projected 112. Oh my god, Kamara's the 56th running back. John just needs Allen and Dix to score a touch on every week or he's not going to win. I feel like Adam has a solid floor team. You know, Terry's solid floor. Debo, good floor. Zeke. Yeah. Zeke's hit or miss. Lenny Hamstrings. Solid floor of about 10. Patty Mahomes. Uh, Josh, how's Josh Jacobs been doing? 7, 8, 12. Yeah, see, Adam has a solid floor team. Uh, John's team, the, the floor could come out from under them if Allen and Diggs don't inspire the rest of his team. Mike Williams is going to need to do something on the stat sheet this week besides a one catch for one touchdown. John's going with the, with the Chargers defense again. Oh my fucking god, Charles. Are you crazy? I'm sure John will probably throw in Madison if Dalvin Cook gets ruled out, which I hope Dalvin Cook gets ruled out. I want him to rest this week. Uh I think John takes this one. John takes this one in the matchup of Oh no, Adam's two and two, two and one. John's one and two, Adam's two and one. They'll both be two and two after this week. And that's it for the preview of week four. Sorry it wasn't, you know, as good as uh, usually have the guest on. And I like having them break it down. Um, I just broke down week three. And I'm sure you guys don't want to hear my voice any longer about week four. But that's all I have. Hopefully my guest next week. I don't know who it's going to be. It really depends on what happens this week. Uh who have I had on so far? I've had on James, I've had on Meshi, and I've had on Kieran. Yeah, Kieran on the first episode, James second episode, Meshi the third episode. So uh, we'll see. Maybe uh, we'll see what happens this week. Maybe Nasty comes on next week if he has a good week. We'll see if, if the Polinos have a good week. Maybe Mike drops his own four. I mean, I just hope my guests, they just accept the invitation next week. I mean, the fact I had three guests say no is like, what the fuck? You know, you, you, you guys understand this is being broadcast to millions. Millions are going to hear you guys if you come on the podcast. <clears throat> um, but that's all I have this week. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And uh, let's have a good week in fantasy in the NFL. Cheers.